0: Hey Popheads, this is Tyler with Pop Goes the Fandom here to talk to you today about the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Pops. I'm really excited to talk to you about these ones. They're relatively new. All came out this year, but they've already made a mark on my my list of favorite pops for sure. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk to you about them. As you know, before I talk about the Pops, I love talking to you guys about what exactly this license is. All right, so a little bit about Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. It started out, it's actually, so it's their Halloween special. So they always have it usually in October or November, depending on how broadca- broadcasting works. You know, sometimes I think it's baseball games or something that kind of messes with schedules. Uh, but anyway, it actually started, didn't start when Simpsons first came out in 1989. actually started the season after. If you ever need to know what it, like what season they're on, if you look at the Treehouse of Horror add one, boom, there you go. The release date is actually October 25th, 1990, so that was the first one. So next year is actually the 30th anniversary of Treehouse of Horror, currently in the 30th season of The Simpsons. Been around a good minute. I remember when I was a kid, well, maybe not kid, kid, maybe like middle school, uh, I had a DVD that was just all Treehouse of Horrors. I remember it said Simpsons Treehouse of Horror and it had all of the you know simpsons and like a weird frankenstein but with all of their heads on them body that was kind of i used to watch that all the time it had a lot of the older ones on it uh which is actually how i was exposed to a decent chunk of the ones that they've done so far so which are really good so i think that was a really good pick uh you'll notice If you ever saw that dvd that's my concept pop is unsurprisingly from that dvd because that's what really stuck with me it's a halloween special uh they usually have an open like an opening uh three segments three different segments three different tales uh usually written actually just recently realized or learned this each segment's actually usually written by a different writer so it's an anthology series so each segment doesn't really click like touch on each other so you really don't know what you're getting into Whatever, the, you know, the first thing could be a murderer in the house, and then the second thing could be flying, you know, octopus, zombies. I don't know. That was, like, way too many genres thrown together. But you get what I mean. For the most part, uh, each segment spoofs some sort of movie. Uh, so they've done all kinds. They actually they don't just limit themselves to horror movies. So I've they've done everything from, you know, The Exorcist, The War of the Worlds, The Shining, uh, even Godzilla. This upcoming one that they have, I think it's either later this month or next month, uh, is actually gonna have like, their whole big thing is like, it's spoofing Stranger Things. They, that's really kind of what they're going for. They're trying to make sure, hey, like their big thing is making fun of like what's happening in today's world. So making fun of pop culture in any way that they can is usually like a big a big hallmark for Treehouse of Horror. Also, if you've ever seen, there's actually one of the summer convention exclusive pops was Kang and Kodos, which are the two green aliens You'd, you'd know if uh, you, you really thought about it. You, so those are actually those were really cool. Uh, unfortunately, not one of the ones that I got. Really wanted to, uh, but you know how things go. They go so fast. That one was like the fastest selling pop, I think, of San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. But it actually, they like glowed in the dark, and it was a two-pack. It was really nice. It was really cool. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, one of these days when I'm willing to drop that kind of dough, I'll make it happen uh naturally all the stories that came in Triassic horror were actually you know they're not in canon uh they just kind of free up what exactly they could do with the, the horror i mean that would seem like really taxing to try to figure out okay i'm gonna do a segment but it has to be something that's not gonna you know totally define what it, like the rest of the season so but without it being in continuity now they can kill whoever they want they can you know do just really outrageous situations and they really go with it which i think is really cool uh, also, another mainstay of the Triassic Horror series is whenever they do the credits, it's always got spooky names. So, you know, Matt Groaning becomes Back Groaning and things like that. It's a little goofy, but, you know, it still keeps the theme, which I really appreciate. And also, fun fact, so uh, me being a 20-something, uh, when I first experienced Simpsons Triassic Horror, you know, they were already on, like, their 15th one. So I didn't know this, but I actually found out Doing my research on this, that it was actually not called Simpsons Triassic Horror until the thirteenth one. Before that, they were called the Simpsons Halloween Special. So I'm really glad they changed the name. Not really sure where Triassic Horror came from, but it's a really good name, and I really enjoy it. So that was a little fun fact for you. Uh, other than that, I mean, man, they've done I think everything under the moon that they can do. What they do in the future is just going to be just as outrageous. Hopefully, we keep coming out with content for them to to spoof. It's we're going to have to see. But now. I think uh, we're going to talk about the things that you're here for, which is the Pops. So, as you know, I choose six Pops out of the series that I think are really well done, you know, really exemplify the license and what it can do. Uh, This one was a little bit easier because there's only seven of them, so I just had to cut one out. Spoiler alert, the one that I cut out was Vampire Mr. Burns. It's not that I don't like that one, it's just the other ones have such iconic designs. Vampire Mr. Burns, I mean, it's just Victorian-era Mr. Burns, so... You know, doesn't really have as much uh, sex appeal as the other ones do, as you may say. But the first one I'm going to talk about is King Homer. This one's actually mm, probably my favorite one. So this one is King Homer based, obviously, in case you're going to tell from the name, he's based on King Kong. So this character was he was actually in Triassic Horror 3, so still relatively new. And he's actually in black and white. Because they tried to do it based off, you know, the original King Kong, which wasn't black and white. Uh, Grandpa's does a retelling of King Kong, Ho- you know, King Kong while he's at a Halloween party at the Simpsons house. So just a little bit of backstory for you on that one. But this one is pretty awesome because a, it's Homer as an ape, you know, he's a giant monkey, uh, and it even gets a little bit better because he's holding a little mini March, you know, so a little bit of. Yeah, there's just enough elements to tell you that it's homer so he's got that similar face that similar look uh you can see he actually even though he's in black and white like his his fur is like dark gray but like you still see like the little strands of hair that homer has on top uh just to show that he's got the same hairstyle uh this one's interesting because they actually do you know you know they so rarely do mouse mouse but uh this one he's like he looks like he's roaring not like big roaring but like kind of like a more aggravated roar if I were to try to decipher his level of roaring, I don't know. Um they do a really good job because the way his fur is, it totally looks like he's got like that he's bald, even though that is fur. Um I think they do a really good job because they have like tufts of fur on the side above his ears, you know, so it's kinda like, you know, you have your sideburns but you don't got hair on the top of your head except for those strands. Um he has, you know, you know the story of King Kong. Uh, he gets taken to New York City. Uh, he's chained up. So this homework does have like the chains on him. Um, uh, they're silver. That's probably why he's angry. You know, no one likes being chained up. Uh, well, some people like it, but uh, most people don't. So yeah. So he look. I mean, he looks like a monkey. He's got Marge, a little tiny Marge, but I think is really cool. Uh, I always, I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for when they do, uh, like little tiny pops, being held by other pops. I don't know it's i don't know that's just something i I always find enjoying uh kind of like the la comic-con um, cosmic Ghost Rider they just came out with where he's got little baby thanos strapped to his chest it's like a little tiny pop, super adorable you know because thanos is just an adorable creature in general yeah that's straying from the point uh the king homer pop is really awesome like, i love this one so much uh, definitely glad i picked this one up I mean, honestly, I think this one's a five. There's not really anything else I could do. The only other thing I could think of, and this would totally change everything, would be if he was climbing the Empire State Building. That would make it an entirely different pop. You know, that'd make it either a pop TV moment or a pop town, maybe? I don't really know what their designation is for the pop towns, but that would be, like, the only thing I'd like them to change. But... That would completely change what exactly his pop is. Also, I kind of wish they had made it a 6-inch because he is King Kong, so he should be a big boy. But instead, he's just a normal boy. Poor Normie. Normie homie. Homer. Um, but yeah, no, I think that one is really good. So the next one I'm going to talk about, I like this one a lot too. I actually remember watching this movie. Uh, I actually remember watching this episode. So the second one I'm talking about is Alien Maggie. So this character was in uh, Triassic Horror 9. In this In this segment marge uh marge actually admits that maggie is a byproduct of a one-night stand with the alien king like people are wondering like because maggie's getting older and she's acting kind of weird and a little bit different behavior and she has like a fang which you know isn't normal body anatomy so uh people are trying to figure out what happened and marge admits that it was because she had an unfair with the the alien king this one is maggie you know you get your basic maggie design you know blue bow tie red pacifier weird little strands and make her seem more feminine but then she has alien tentacles so uh, she doesn't have legs because she is half alien so she has the alien, the green alien tentacles of her father kang and uh, she's holding like her rattle and she's holding her bottle and her little to- teddy bear also a box i don't know if there's a jack in the box uh, it doesn't really give anything away it I, I mean i like i just really like the design uh i really like especially that she's holding all these baby things in her tentacles you know because if you had the reach you would go for your toys you know you'd go for the the thing that you can drink and give you sustenance you know i honestly i think this one's another five i can't really think of anything else that they could do that would make it better um you know what that's actually not true there is something i'm gonna fit this one as a four and a half because there's a tiny detail i think they could change i think instead of the pacifier they should have shown her with the fang I think this one would have been a good time to put in a mouth uh, and have like her mouth open with like a little fang out to show more of her alien side. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a really good looking pop. I kind of like the like unassuming top, the unassuming top t- that's a baby and then the bottom, which is an alien. I think that part looks really good. I just I I think I'd like to see the fang because it's like when the fang happened in the show, I was just like, what is this? What? Like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, So I wasn't terrified at all. I thought all babies had fangs. That's not what I did. All right, next pop. Yeah, so the next one I'm going to do is actually, this one is really cool. Actually, parodies a really good movie. Well, okay, it's a cheesy 80s movie, but I mean, it's an iconic movie, you know. So, of course, they had to do Nightmare on Elm Street. So this third character is Ground, C- Groundskeeper Willie. This one is actually, this is a convention exclusive. Groundskeeper Willie and the Vampire Mr. Burns were actually New York Comic-Con exclusives. So Groundskeeper Willie appeared in Treehouse of Horror 6. Um, in that one, Groundskeeper Willie is harassing the children of Simps- of Springs- uh, ah, Springfield uh, in their dreams. And he's usually brandishing a rake. You know, he has the, fr- the, the Nightmare on Elm Street um, like hats the sweater uh he turns into different creatures throughout the episode you actually see him as like a spider and see him as a bagpipe i don't know it got real weird because uh, you know he's scottish so they had to put bad pi- bagpipes in there somewhere but the pop actually looks really cool too i mean he's got the iconic outfit he's got the brown fi- the brown fedora he's got the red and i guess it's red and black maybe that's how they got around copyright yeah, if that's a black, or if that's a green, that's definitely like a really dark forest green. But that's besides the point. Um, and he's got like a, you know, he's got a goatee. No, that's a full-on beard. Sorry. He's got a full-on beard. He's got a unibrow. Interesting choices because with Freddy, you know, his, he was in a fire, so he didn't have facial hair. So I guess they just wanted to go all in on it. And he's got a rake in his hands, you know, because instead of having the claws like Freddy, he had a rake. So it's supposed to do the same thing. Um, I guess that's how he's still groundskeeper because, you know, Nothing says groundskeeper like yard tools. So, and he actually, this one has a mouth and he's looks angry. He looks very angry. Like he's going to get you, he's going to mess you up. So, um, I think this one's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there's not too much I would add to this. I would say that I would love to see like a six inch of him as the bagpipe spider. I think that'd be really cool. That's not really a comment on this one. I just think that that was really an interesting design. Um, Him in the sandbox as the the bagpipe spider about to get Bart. I think that would have been really cool. But, you know, who knows what the feature is going to hold. But other than that, I mean, I think this one, I mean, it gets a five. Yeah, I mean, it does everything. Checks all the boxes you need it to. So this next one is Flyboy Bart. Flyboy Bart is, he appears in Treehouse of Horror 9, and he parodies the fly. So for some reason, Homer gets a matter transporter, you know, like all suburban dads do. And he so he sets it up, you know, obviously he leaves it alone because he should definitely leave that kind of technology that's lying around. And Bart decides that he wants to go into the tomato transporter and he has a and he has a fly. Spoiler alert, him and the him and the fly switch body parts. What? Uh so Bart ends up with his head on the fly's body and the fly's head is on Bart's body. So it's a really odd one they decided that they were going to do this one and they did they did Bart, uh, fl- the fly's head on barts body so it looks really interesting um i mean it's pretty basic it's not too crazy it's just a fly head on top of a bart's body so you have like his little ten year old body you know and then the fly's head giant red eyes all segmented uh he's gray he's got little bumps on him he looks very insecty uh, and then he's holding a bag of sugar because you know flies love sugar so if <laughs> they needed something in his hands they're like this is what are gonna do because he's gonna be all about it um so it looks really cool it looks pretty scary well like not like scary scary like i mean he looks like a fly with a normal human body which ain't right you know that's against nature so i think that they added the sugar i think they did a really good job with this one um the only thing that could have made this better uh, and I literally just thought about this, just looking at this, you know how they like doing like little mini pops too. So they should have had like a mini, a little mini Bart, Bart's head on top of a fly. You know, it didn't have to be very large. It could be like even smaller than like a pocket pop, like maybe whatever on top of the pens. Like, you know, like the little Cosmic Ghost Rider, I said, with the tiny Thanos. Like, make him that big. But that way they could have had, like, it's like a little tiny two-pack thing. Uh, I think that would have been really good. So now i got to give this one a four because I think that would have been way cooler. Uh, but, I mean, I I really like this one. I think they should have included that, but that's just me. First one I'm going to talk about is Panther March. So, this one is based off, it's a parody of The Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, so, Panther March appears in Triassic Horror 13. And the Simpsons visit the island of lost souls, where they start finding all these different all these different Springfield citizens that are being transformed into animals. So Doctor Hibbert's been turning everybody into animals. Marge gets turned into a Panther, hence the name Panther Marge. And Homer looks for a cure, but then he realizes they actually have kind of like this is the life, this is their best life. Uh so he becomes uh, walrus and they just live their days at the at the resort, you know, as you do. So I like the Panther Marge one a lot. Um, I mean, it's not too crazy. Uh, I mean, it's just a cat with Marge's hair. <laughs> so uh, it's a blue cat because she has blue hair. So obviously she has to become blue. Um, and she's sitting, looking all feline like. She's got a uh, she's got whiskers. You know, she's got a couple of fangs. So they do have a little bit of a mouth there. Uh, I don't know why I have to highlight every time it has a mouth. I'm just going to do that. So you probably already figured that out, but that's the program. That's what we're sticking to. But so, and then she has like her tall blue hair and she has like little cat ears in the hair. It's a good pop. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, it's really good. Uh, I think all of you know that I like action poses. I kind of wish that like she was doing like a feline stretch or something other than sitting. Um, I know that that's really nitpicky. I just, I don't know. It's weird to say iconic cat things because it's cats, but uh, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, this works, you know, it's good. Uh, oh, she even has like her little uh, necklace that she always wears. Uh, but I guess now it's more like a collar, but so I think this one's pretty good. Um, I mean, I give it a four. Cause I really like, I would really like to see an action pose out of this one, but that's just me. All right. Now we have this last one. I really like this one, and actually I kind of forgot about it until I got the pop. But uh, the last one is Demon Lisa. So Demon Lisa appears in Triassic Horror 25. So you may notice that this is the only one that you know is after the like. I mean, it's in like the the latter half of Triassic of Horrors. Uh, the rest of them, they're all fairly early. You know, three, nine, six, either nine, I think nine or eight, and 13 was the latest before this one. But this one's 25. So the segment's called School is Hell. Lisa and Bart are... Bart's in detention, and I think Principal Skinner finds a tablet with weird sayings on it that you should obviously translate because nothing bad ever happens with that. So, spoiler alert, Lisa translates it, and they go to hell. Uh, so they're in hell. Bart does really well. He actually excels, uh, which is like, you know makes sense because it is hell and he's kind of a terrible person. And he actually graduates, like, valedictorian, which, you know, good for him, I guess, right? Uh, getting his, most of his education, even though he had to, like, disfigure Homer because of it. But you know what? You always want what's best for your kids. And sometimes what's best for your kids is for them to mutilate you to get an A. I don't know. That sounded really dark. Let's not do that. Yeah. Okay. Pop Goes the Fandom does not endorse the idea of paramutilation for grades. So don't do that, kids. When they go to hell they are they're given demonic features so uh lisa has she's like standing okay i'm just gonna say this right now there's one big problem i have with this pop the fact is her pearl necklace for some reason every time i look at the pop i think it's just teeth and it's really annoying and it bugs me and i don't think there's really any way around it because that's just i mean it's a white pearl necklace so it's just gonna look like teeth but that's what it really gives me the vibes of. It's Lisa in her orange dress, white pearls, you know, eyes a little little marks to show that she's feminine uh, with her eyelashes, and she has demon horns, she has a demon wings, she has a devil's tail, and she has goat feet. So, I like this one a lot. Uh, I mean, I just like the demon look, um, especially because it just looks, like, I don't want to say natural because it sounds really messed up, but, like, it flows nicely. Um, <laughs> so... One cool thing they could have done was have her in mid-flight, you know, like just put her up in the air a little bit. So, but I think this one looks really good. <sighs> Honestly, I got to give this one a three, though, because the pearl necklace really irritates me. The more I look at it, the more I'm talking about it, the more enraged I'm becoming. So we're just going to move on real quick. But yeah, so there's that. All right. So next is my favorite section, the concept pop. I was going to do a different concept pop, but I was talking to a friend of mine and she brought up this one and it reminded me just like because this is one that i saw all the time because of that dvd i was talking about so my concept pop is hugo so hugo appears in the triassic horror 7 episode in uh, the segment the, Th- the thing and i um, bar and lisa keep hearing weird noises and their parents seem not to care because you know why be honest with your children so bar and lisa go up into the attic and they find a monster and it turns out to be a t- Bart's twin, Hugo. Uh, this is pretty much, I mean, this is pretty much Bart because they are—they were conjoined twins. Um, and they thought that Hugo was the evil one. Spoiler alert for something that's been out for, what, like 20 years? Uh, Bart turned out to be the evil twin. So he got locked up there and Hugo was the good one. So he got to be in the l- light of day because that's how we treat our children when they're bad. So this one, I mean, this would be a really good pop just because I mean you put it side by side with your Bart and uh it really just highlights the madness because like Hugo he's got like one he's got crazy hair you know he's got crazy hair one eyelid like one eye is kind of closed a little bit uh he's got same outfit as Bart but it's all raggedy and torn um he's got a like um a, a uh chain around his his leg because he wasn't allowed to be downstairs So I think, I mean, it would look really good. I think I would definitely be a fan of having a Hugo pop. You could have, he eats like fish heads. And there's actually a part where he has like a glass of milk and like a plate of fish heads. So you could easily do that one. But I think that'd be really good just to, especially the next year Bart, just kind of have that dichotomy of the good and evil twin. I think that one is definitely my choice for a concept pop. I think it would look really good. I mean, it fits in really well. Um, you know it's not quite as out there as the rest of them, uh, because if you notice, like the Triassic Horror Pops, they really went for like the uh, designs that were like really different, like panther or a fly or the devil or a monkey. So this one's a little bit more normal compared to that one, but I think it still looked really nice. And then the concept moment I think would have to be uh, the Attack of the Fifty Foot Eiseors, which was a Triassic Horror uh, episode where Homer. It turned out that like the, the mascots were alive, so. Homer actually stole Lard Lad from, you know, Lard Lad Donuts, the mascot. He actually stole his donut, and Lard Lad came to his door and to find the donut, and he, like, lied to him. But I think a really cool pop would be to have, like, a six-inch Lard Lad, like, bent over looking through the door with a Homer with the door open, like, lying to him with the, do- the donut clearly right there. I think that would look really cool. I mean, I love the Lard Lad design and having a giant donut, and I think it would just be really funny. So I think this would be a really good moment for them to have. So that's about it all I have for the concept pops. Uh, I hope you really like those ideas. Uh, if you have concepts that you'd like to see turned into pops, definitely let me know on my social medias. Uh, but yeah, so for a discussion today, I was really thinking about, so with these Triassic Horror ones, because they just came out with another wave of Simpsons pops back in like, what was it, like May, I think. It was earlier this year for sure. Um, so they fresh off a wave and they decided to throw in these Triassic Horror pops You know, that are just Halloween variants of the Simpsons Pops that they have already done a couple waves of. It really got me thinking about Funko and doing Halloween and Christmas Pops. So if you noticed, I mean, if you if you noticed that, you know, you see a lot of like like right now, like you see a lot of like Marvel and Disney movie Disney Pops that are, you know, Christmas related. Um, You know, a lot of the Overwatch ones are based off of Halloween skins, Christmas skins, things like that. Uh, not so much Christmas skins, they did that one box that, that did not sell, so I don't think they've been doing that again. Uh, but they're always doing the Halloween ones, not that I'm complaining because those designs are amazing, but it is something I notice. But I know a lot of people always get upset when there's, you know, multiple skins of things, um, unless you're know like you a really big fan. Like me, I mean, I'm all about Simpsons and the Treehouse of Horrors, so... But Treehouse of Horrors is kind of different because it's like an anthology series, but is it really that different? Eh, it's just a Bart with a fly head. You know, if we're really going to get nitpicky about it. But, so, you know, it makes me, it makes you wonder, you know, because there's so much other things they could do, you know, but they, but then they come out with the advent calendars. I don't know. Me personally, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm not going to be upset that they keep doing holiday or Christmas once. I mean, man, a Thanos wearing an ugly sweater with death on it, like with a bunch of death imagery on it. Um Like the person death from the comics. Like I'm not saying like a bunch of like dead people, uh, I think that's a stroke of genius because, a, it's holiday related because it's an ugly Christmas sweater, b, it's Thanos wearing a Christmas sweater, and c, it honors the fact that his relationship with death in the comics. So I think that's really cool. It's really unique. Um, that one they went above and beyond on. You know, other times it's just been like Darth Vader with like a candy cane instead of a laser uh, lightsaber. You know, that one's a little bit lazier, but it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. I think done right they do a really good job with this i mean man like i mean i'm I'm a huge fan of mercy from overwatch she's one of my base but uh like the witch mercy looks fantastic like regular mercy looks really cool but like the witch mercy pop and the witch mercy character you know we're not going down the road but so that one is amazing i'm really glad they did a i mean i'm glad they did that one as a pop uh i would never complain about that but you know they did they did tracer as an elf and i was like ah, this is kind of like and it's not even like on funko on that one just because that's what i mean that's that's what happened I wasn't like you know they, their hands were kind of tight on that one because that's what the characters cost christmas costume was but so i think it just they just got to make sure they're not lazy about it which i guess kind of goes true for everything that they do you know with the chrome uh with the holiday it just you just got to make sure that it makes it worth people's while so doing things like Thanos with a Death Sweater or Witch Mercy is a slam dunk. Um, I mean, man, even even Darth Vader with a candy can. People love that one. You just have to be careful about treading that line, not doing something that's going to get you in trouble. Uh, I don't mean trouble trouble, but like just making people be like, ugh, another one of these? Instead of being like, yes, like I have another Darth Vader. Now my Darth Vader collection is complete. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that was such an evil laugh for collecting. But yeah, so... I mean, I just think it's interesting that they do this for these times of year. I mean, man, like, where's the St. Paddy's Day pops, you know? Or the 4th of July pops, or the Arbor Day pops. Where are the Arbor Day pops? Arbor Day needs representation, too, people. Arbor Day needs representation, too. But, so, I'm looking forward to see what they do. I like to see how creative they get with it. I mean, it seems like it's going to be a yearly thing with at least the Marvel and Star Wars Christmas pops. Uh, Disney so I think that they're just gonna keep doing that every year so we're gonna see what they keep doing every wave Uh, Captain American Snowman was awesome but actually I think these ones were a lot more creative than they were last year last year they were just kind of basic but so that was just a little bit of my two p my two cents on Funko Halloween and Christmas Pops don't be lazy get creative you know make us want them you know sell them I mean I guess everything should be selling them but still you know what I'm saying yeah Rant, 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 rant. Okay, end rant. All right. <laughs> okay, so now that we're done with the discussion topic, let's talk about news in Funko. So I've been seeing a lot of different Funko licenses pop up in store the past couple weeks. weeks. Uh, shout out to my local Think Geek. They may not realize this, but I go down there just to type up on my little notes what I see sometimes. Um, I do purchase at least one pop because I feel guilty if i don't uh that's how i picked up i picked up the nuka girl the nuka girl pop from fallout so that one's out just in case you were wondering uh the apex legend pops are out i saw some league of their own uh the purge pops for election year some new 007 ones doing the Christmas Town ones like i said i saw christmas ones for marvel and for d uh not for dc huh they don't do dc ones um i guess it's just a disney thing but yeah so i saw the those Christmas ones. Uh, Frozen 2 is out in force. Rise of Skywalker. They have uh, just flooded the waves with uh, Rise of Skywalker Rise of Skywalker pops and the Mandalorian. Uh, Borderlands 3 pops. Really cool looking Maya. Uh, Lilith. Another claptrap. Something called BT21 that I still don't understand. But it's just a bunch of uh, the animals. Uh, I saw Einstein. F- first appearance X-Men. Xena. The Stranger Things monster. It looks super gross. I'm actually starting to see uh, Funko Shop items that are coming to ThinkGeek, so if there's a Funko Shop item that you like, uh, go check out ThinkGeek, because I think they're pushing out all their excess stock out to there. Uh, I saw Daenerys, a couple of the new Daenerys pops, you know, uh, her with Drogon breathing fire, uh, her and Jorah on a fiery plane trying to fight some walk- some ice people, uh, some White Walkers, there we go, that's where I was thinking of. Uh, Jumanji, Maleficent, Rob Zombie, and the Pez people. So, lots of stuff, lots of stuff announced. They've announced Waldo, which I'm really excited about. Got this real weird thing for Waldo. But, so if you're into Waldo, that one's out. They're coming out with some new Overwatch pops. Uh, B.O.B., which is really cool looking. He's like this like robot with like a, I don't even know, some kind of facial hair. It's that facial hair that goes like, it's like a beard, but there's no goatee area. Uh, holding a Route 66 sign, so I really like him. Uh, Baptiste, which I think is one of the newest heroes. Uh, some more pop icons with JFK, Reagan, and Jackie Kennedy and Jimmy Carter. Uh, they also announced new Black Mirror Pops from uh, a couple of the new ones, like the one with Miley Cyrus, where she's a little tiny robot, uh, is on there, and the one where they parody like uh, Star Trek, where they're all stuck in there, which I think is really cool. They also released uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Pops. Uh, Now it's Leonardo da Vinci and Van Gogh, some new NBA pops, a six-inch Thanos where he's snapping his fingers. This is comic-accurate Thanos, and he's standing on a bed of skulls, so if that's something that interests you, uh, he's got a mouth on that one, so uh, if you want to check that out. but So lots of stuff going on, lots of stuff coming out, lots of stuff being announced. Uh, I believe the Batman Gamer box just came out. And that's uh, Gamer Batman, where he's just straight-up-looking regular Batman, but he's got, like, a headset on. He's playing a game. Uh, there's also a Joker that you can get. And there's a Chase where they're wearing VR goggles uh, that say they're, like, silver, and they say VR on them. Kind of cheesy. But so there's a lot out there for you to pick up. Um, just go check out your local retailers. I mean, they're everywhere. Um, seeing a huge influx of the... The new Deku pop where he's got the mask. I don't know why, I'm not a big fan of it. I thought I would be. I love the I love his costume even though you only see him in his mask like three times out of the entire series. But just not as crazy about it as I thought it was gonna be. But yeah, so that is the Funko news for the past couple of weeks. So I told you last time that if you go onto Apple Podcasts, leave me a five star review, help my podcast get out there so other people can learn more about these pops and what's going on with them, that uh I would read them on air. So I actually got my first one. Um, this listener, actually, she always texts me after she listens to my episode and gives me feedback, which I always really appreciate. Um, it's, nice to, it's nice to be heard, you know. Uh, but uh, so she gave me five stars and uh, she said, this is great. Uh, honestly, I live under a rock, but I don't know what's popular these days. Listening to this podcast, though, makes me want to get into these fandoms. Oh, Batman, that should be the big one. I love the humor in this because it is very subtle and real. Thank you. I would say I try on that, but it just kind of happens, and you you guys laugh. Uh, I also end up looking like an idiot at work when I start laughing about the jokes. I I hope that's just because she's laughing randomly, not because she thinks she's an idiot for laughing at the jokes. Uh, but uh, and I look forward to the new episodes when they are out. It makes me want to buy more pops. There we go. See, that's what it's all about. I'm getting tired of tra- just convincing my friends to buy pops, and I have to convince strangers to you know to buy pops. I mean, she's not a stranger; she's a friend. But you know what I'm saying. But so it's good to know that again out there I'm spreading the pop fever. Thank you so much to J Therese M six one seven. Uh it means a lot to have someone give me a five star rating, uh help get this out there. So if you wanna have me say your review, um, just I mean, just go on Apple Podcasts. Give me a five star write something. Um Hopefully it's nice, (laughs) Uh, but I want to hear from you guys uh, about how, if you like this podcast, so, and I want more people to hear about it. And the best way to do that is for you to tell your friends and for you to rate it on here. So that way it goes up in the algorithm. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, As you can tell, getting back on a regular schedule, I'm loving it. Getting a lot better at time management, I guess. I guess you can never get better. Like you're always getting better at time management, I guess, because, you know, you think you're good at it. And then you take on something new, and then you're not so good at it. It's a whole thing. Um, but you are not here to talk to you about, about time management. You're Here to talk about pops. But so, if you like what you hear, cueing um, the plugs. So if you like what you hear, go ahead and like us on Facebook at Pop Goes the uh, Instagram Pop Goes the Fandom Nineteen, Twitter at Goes Fandom. Um If you really like what you hear, go ahead and check me out on Patreon Battleborn Ninety Four. Uh, I post podcasts on there, I post artwork, Um, I'm actually starting a new thing where I'm going to do an opinion article every week, like I've just posted one about my thoughts on the Joker and society, so if you want to hear about that, um, definitely check out my Patreon, Um, it's available for, you know, you do the dollar tier, you still get to see it, but, so I'm just trying to up the nerdy content, and if you like the nerdy content I'm providing you now, I could take it to the next level. Come listen to my Patreon exclusive podcast about concepts, uh, lines, for pops. Or come and look at my opinion articles. Uh, come look at my drawings. You know they're all fan art. Just I mean, come check it out. Come, I guess, see, see. Come see what I'm about. You know, and comment. You know, let's start a community. If you want to be on my uh, community page on Facebook, also. Uh, Send me a message to my Facebook and I'll add you. Uh, I want a lot more people on there talking about Pops. I want you guys to talk about what you love, what your latest pickups were, what your favorite lines were, what was your first one, you know, things like that. Um, I've said for a long time, I want the discussion post to be something that I involve you guys. Uh, So the best way to do that is to get involved on my Facebook community page. But all right, done plugging everything. I know you guys don't want to hear it, um, but I really enjoy getting the chance to talk to everybody i guess talk to i guess to talk at everybody but so i hope you're enjoying this too i think that is everything i have I i'll see you in a couple weeks this is tyler with pop goes the fandom popping off <laughs>